This is FM 100.5, 101.9, AM 1450, and WGNSRadio.com. Rutherford County's Place to Talk. Hip, hip, hooray, let's give a cheer. It's 9 a.m., the signal's clear. Our favorite host is in the chair. The Truman Show is on the air. It's The Truman Show with Truman Jones. A look at the politics, news, sports, and people that are shaping Rutherford County. The Truman Show is on the air. The Truman Show is on the now from Adams Place on Memorial Boulevard, it's the Truman Show on News Radio WGNS. Here's Truman Jones. Good morning, Rutherford County. Uh, I have uh, these one of the city leaders in Smyrna, uh, Brian Hercules, and uh, Brian, you brought somebody with you. Now tell me who you've got. I've got the man that keeps me in line. Uh, we've got the town attorney, Jeff Peach, with us this morning. And, and, and Jeff is the son of whom? Of Dick Peach. The Dick Peach. The Dick Peach. That's Peach right. one. That's right. Oh, uh, somebody called him the illegitimate son of Elvis Presley. Is that correct? Well, I don't know about that, but he's Elvis reincarnated at least. <laughs> he's he's right. Jeff. He's actually. Do you remember him singing on the show? Uh, yes. I don't know how long ago it was. Yes, I remember. We probably have a copy of it somewhere. I would oh, say. I'm sure you do. <laughs> Bless his heart. You know, uh, your dad was one of the uh, first uh, SROs yes. in Rutherford County. He loved and, it. And he did such a good job, and he was always reaching out to the kids everywhere. And uh, I, I, I miss all that bunch because I, I, th- I think back in those days, it was uh, just a really special time, uh, not only for just the sheriff's department, but, but the whole law enforcement community back then. Right, and he, you know, he, he really dived right in, and, and he it almost defined him uh, of what he meant to those children at, at each school that he served at. He yeah. really enjoyed it. Now, he was the first peach to be uh, at the sheriff's department. You were second. Oh, no, I was the first one at no, Rutherford wait a County. Minute. I you... was the first at Rutherford County. Oh, really? So, yeah, see, now, uh, he was a police officer. Well, it's funny how he stands up. out as being the first. Well, yeah, he followed in my footsteps is what I tell him. <laughs> the prominent. <laughs> <laughs> oh, me. You know, we all, everybody had a sense of humor, and everybody enjoyed each other back in those yes. days. And even during the, the holiday time, Brian, uh, uh, our bunch would get together. The ladies would cook for us, and and uh, and uh, we would just enjoy each other's company. And it, it seemed like I, I have a harder time with holidays now. Of course, I'm not around that bunch right, anymore, right. which which makes a big difference for me. But uh, with all, all the things that's going on, but I still have a special uh, heart for for every one of them back in those days and. It it, uh, it didn't seem like I had a hard time finding good people 
they just seemed to drop in my lap back in those days. Drawn to you. It, it, yeah, it really was. Now, tell me about what's going on in Smyrna uh, in, in this day and time. I, I know you're not going to have, uh, you didn't have the Christmas parade. We did not have our Christmas parade, but that didn't stop us from raising some uh, food for Nourish Food Bank. I'm real proud to tell you that. That's good. Uh, between our fire department, which just showed out this year, they did a great job working with Walmart. Uh, we weren't able to go into the schools again this year, uh, but we were able to get to Walmart. I think they raised a little over 57,000 pieces uh, just with the fire department. And then were, uh, was the fire department were they greeters as people came they, in? Yes, that's right. They were greeters yeah, at yeah. Walmart, and man, it was impressive. People were coming out after they shopped, and I got tickled. The chief called me and said, "Man, one guy came out." Had a buggy full, and he said, you know, which ones you want us to take? And the guy said, this buggy's for you, and gave him the whole buggy full of food. It was Isn't just that something? So 57000 I believe it was, a little over 57000 And then the town, of course, we had our competition with the uh, council, and uh, they always uh, pick at me a little bit, but I am still the can king. Right. I, I got my crown again this year. Uh, so combined between the council and the fire department, we raised a little over 100,000 items for the food bank this year. Well, you should be the the big king. Two two years running, yeah, the king. Right. I'm I'm the, still the king. <laughs> but but you killed Medusa a long time ago. Well, you know that that goes back into some of that heritage before me. So. Yeah. How long have you been on this earth, Brian Hercules? Forever. <laughs> it seems like forever. You know what? Uh, I'm proud to say this. I turned 60 years old this year. Oh my goodness! So I am, yeah, I'm, I'm over the peak now and looking down, uh, you know, here a few more years and. Uh, Gosh, I thought you were a whole lot older than that, I'm Brian. I'm kind of holding out, waiting for you to, to go off this show, and we'll change it from the Truman Show to the Brian Show. Well, the, the, they need somebody <laughs> to take my place who, who who would be able to step in and do a much better job than no, I've done no, all this time. No, no, you be a Herculean task. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> now, it, uh, Jeff, being the attorney for Smyrna, mm-hmm. um, how tough is, is that as far as you you have been a um, a, a Rutherford County Sheriff's Department um, correct uh, detective and and you went all the way through the the the, the promotion line you did everything in yes, in in the right way when you're looking at things that Smyrna's involved with do you kind of have feel like that you're in a protective mode. For them, because you see how government works from from the bottom to the top. Yes, and you kind of you get to see the practical application, yeah. and, and not just the, the the textual or or just what you're reading. There's always a more of a story behind it, and understanding yeah. why uh, people do the things that they do. But uh, been been blessed to be able to come up that way instead of just hired in that way. Yeah. Uh, so you kind of get to see all aspects of the local government from top to bottom. You, you, you've watched Smyrna grow, and, and you told me you've been there 20, what, 20? 25 years 25 this 25 years. This That's unbelievable. 25 years. I've uh, been uh, blessed that they've kept me employed that you were You were a baby when we hired you years ago in Rutherford County. Yes, sir. I was 21 when, I, when yeah. you hired me at yeah. the sheriff's office. And, you know, all the agencies had such a great relationship back then. We respected each other, and, and all the problems they, that they would have was be very similar to what we had. 
And uh, when, when you went in and, and you saw what Smyrna is doing right now, um, what was it that really drew you to that particular position? Well, uh, as as the attorney, or when I went to the police department? In no, no, as an attorney. As the attorney, I know what you think about Kevin. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> well, as as the attorney, you know, I was very fortunate that uh, you remember Mark O'Neill was the town yes, manager back yes. then, and uh, I had just finished. It's such a great job. Yes, 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 did a good job. Yeah. And uh, uh, he brought me up. I had just finished law school. Uh, let, let me tell you, uh, the, 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 the caller that's on the line will be with you in just a second. Uh, Todd Spearman, who is, a, uh, is now an assistant town manager at Smyrna. Yeah. Uh, Todd was a, a captain and uh, in, lieutenant and captain in, in uh, detectives when I was in there. Remember and well. uh, we went to law school together. Basically, every, every day and every night, Todd and I rode together. Uh, but I was fortunate enough that uh, Mark brought me up in 2008 mm-hmm. uh, up to the uh, town attorney's office. And I've just really, enjo- I've really enjoyed it. You know, I kind of went from, from uh, working in a pack mentality as detectives to being a, kind of a lone wolf as far as in an yeah. office kind of uh, way. But uh, I've just... Really enjoyed it. Been blessed to be there for so long. All right, caller, welcome aboard with Brian and Jeff. I just want to ask Sheriff Jones uh, the program we had several years ago, the junior officers program with Don Castleman coming into the classrooms. Yeah, Don Castleman was the very first. uh, you, you, I guess you relate it to the D.A.R.E. program some, right. uh, the way it is now. But uh, he was the very first one to go into the schools and actually uh, would teach in the in the classrooms there and also would bring the, the, the young people out to the old jail at 400 West Main Street. And it was, it was a very, uh, he did such a super job because he, he, he developed a relationship between the young people and law enforcement back in that time. And everybody loved Don Gaspin. Are you still with me? I'm still with you. And do you have any type of program like that in the classroom today? We do not do the the DARE program, but we basically what we did was upgraded uh, as as far as the level of schools. We went into the high schools and the middle schools and basically started the school resource officer program in the state of Tennessee. And uh, it was it was one of the really uh, the most uh, effective of all the school resource officer officer program back then because we were very fortunate to have the type of personnel that could fit in there and and make a big difference in our schools, especially the safety part. did make a difference. I just want to say thank you. Well, well, thank you very much, and I really appreciate that. We've been very blessed here in Rutherford County to have the the people who are, uh, it, it seems like they have a calling for taking care of our people and, of course, officer, uh, also the citizens in, in our community. Yeah, I was going to say, Truman, the other thing, I think most of the police departments, I know Smyrna has done this, 
because the SRO officer is now actually in the schools and stuff, yeah. we have a Citizens Academy, and we do that once a year, and it's a eight- or nine-week uh, program where mm -hmm. we do it at night. And uh, my wife and I went through it. Uh, I had been through one similar to this back in Columbus, Georgia, but my wife had not been through it, so we signed up together. And did uh, you pass? I did pass. Okay. I did pass. Yeah. Uh, she she excelled. I passed. Of course. But one of the interesting things was when I went to the class for me, it was eye opening to see we had about six young people from the high schools that had signed up and actually went through the Citizens Academy. And mm -hmm. and I you know I I would throw that out there for anybody that's interested you know in learning a little bit more about law enforcement and some of the procedures and some of the things they do. It's a great way to really kind of get in touch. Uh, and one of the parts that uh, actually happened in that is a four-hour ride-along with a police officer. Uh, so you can see them in action in the field and, and the things that they do and why they do what they do. Uh, it's very, it was very educational. Uh, my wife came out of it just really uh, she still talks about it. She'll talk about something she learned and, you know, the simplicity of uh, why does the police officer touch the back of the car when he goes up on a traffic stop and stuff uh, because, you know, now he's left his fingerprints on that car and those kind of things. You know, it just those those are things that we don't think about as average citizens uh, when there's an issue that uh, they can track back and, and, and uh, you know, if something happens. So uh, it's a, it was a great, uh, great tool, and it's out there for any of our citizens. You, you know... When citizens take part in the government part that, that really interests them the most, it, it draws you closer to them, yes. and they're a lot happier about what is going on in their community and the people that are keeping them safe and all the other issues yep. that that go there. And um, the... the the Citizens Academy, you know, we did it, you know, back when we were there yes. many years ago. And it was amazing, the reaction, because uh, a lot of them wanted to do permanent things for the, the Sheriff's Department. And, and I know they're doing the same thing for Smyrna. Yes. Uh, they have a relationship, and that makes a big difference, big difference. when you live in, in a community like we have here. Yeah. And, and um, they're part of it. And a valuable resource as well. Yeah. yeah. You know, I, I, I want to give kudos to Kevin Arnold, our chief, and, and his staff. Now, wait a minute. Uh, He's from Livingston. Is, is, he, was, from is Livingston, he working with Livingston, or is he, he working he, with Smyrna? His heart is in Smyrna. Yeah, okay. But, you know, he is very big on the neighborhood uh, patrols and the, the uh, neighborhood watches and uh, working with the citizens. And he really promotes that with our officers to spend time uh, in their communities and get out and, you know, and, and – uh, you know, last year it was funny. We had one of our officers stopped, and some kids were playing basketball, and he spent a few minutes with them. We actually had some pictures of him shooting some hoops and stuff with the kids. Uh, they enjoy it, and it's it is about that personalization. That Kevin was shooting some. No, hoops? one of our officers. Oh, okay. One of our officers. Oh, all right. oh, okay. But you know, what's important <laughs> is is to make them feel comfortable that when they see a police car, or they see a police officer, they don't have to be afraid. Yeah. We're we're here to help you. We're here to protect you, and and to protect and serve. You know, is the motto and the mantra of what we do. Uh, and we want to make sure people understand that. Now, you know, are there some other issues all over the country and there's things that have happened? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. I'm not even going to try to deny that. There's, there's always bad with the good. But, you know, for the most part, uh, these officers out there are trying to do the, the right things and protect this community, uh, all of our communities. And I have just uh, a lot of respect from my side for what our police officers do. 
Well, you know, the population has just completely spiraled upwards in, mm -hmm. in all of Rutherford County. But we still have that personal touch. It, it, what scares me a, a lot, Brian, is when the growth just overcomes the relationship yeah. uh, with all the people in those well, communities. Well, we get so busy we lose sight of what we're there for. Yeah, uh, but uh, I can tell you, I, I would put our law enforcement community up above any that I've ever seen uh, outside of our community. And, w and we have a lot of great uh, agencies, as, as Jeff knows, in, in the state of Tennessee, and we're very blessed here. But uh, and, and they have great uh, officers in other places, but unfortunately they don't have the media backing right. and, and, uh, and some of the um, governmental people who have, actually have a... A thumb on them, you might say. Yeah, right. I mean, we we actually we got one or two uh, cities here in, in the state of Tennessee that that I'm not happy with the way right. that they treat their officers. Absolutely. And and, and I, I think that's one reason why we're having such a hard time in those major cities uh, being able to find good officers because well, they you know, they will shy away from it. Absolutely. You know, and you talked about early on in this conversation, you talked yeah. about what's going on in, in Smyrna right now. Yeah. I want to brag on our police department just as I bragged on our fire department. Uh, uh, this week, uh, we had Shop with a Cop, uh, supported by the Smyrna Police Department mm -hmm. and the FOP Lodge. Uh, Jonathan Beverly, one of our officers, has uh, led that thing, and uh, they did a great job of raising money with toots, uh, with tip a cop and those kind of things. And uh, we recently, uh, I guess it was... Tuesday night, uh, they got together and put together food boxes for our senior citizens, wrapped toys for the children in the in the community with yeah. need, uh, and it was tremendously successful this year. They just outdid themselves again. Uh, and they have makes, big hearts. They really do. Not not just big guns. They have big they hearts. Big hearts. Yeah. And uh, you know, it's just fun to watch those kids Tuesday morning yeah. with our officers. And, uh, you know, they they get a certain amount of money and they go in and they get to shop and. Uh, it, it, it's heartwarming because, you know, yeah. these kids, you know, you, you give them some money, you think they'd just be selfish. I want this. I want this. Mm -hmm. And never fails. You know, they buy a few clothes. They buy a gift, but then they want to buy a gift for their sibling or they want to buy a gift for their parent or those kind of things. Uh, I tell you, I, I remember years ago with the JCs here in Murfreesboro, we used to do that. And the first year I went out, we had each child got $100. And as I was Whoa. shopping with the children, these were the funds we raised, yeah. and we were buying their clothes and that kind of stuff. And when I got home that day, you know, my wife asked me, you know, how it went. And I said, well, it went good. I said, but, you know, I uh, I spent about 100 out of my pocket as well as what the, the kids well, had. Well, good for you. Well, you know, and every one of us did that. You yeah. know, it was, it was just that kind of thing. And she gave me a little bit of a hard time. I said, well, you know, they, you got to keep these kids on a budget. I said, next yeah. year you go. <laughs> I said, but you can't spend a dime out of your pocket until you call me. Yeah. yeah. Wasn't, you wasn't about 10 minutes into that shopping trip, my phone was ringing. She said, this ain't going to work, you know. So, uh, but uh, real proud of the Smyrna Police Department, the work they're doing and the, the work they do in our communities and then the support of things like Shop with a yeah. Cop and that kind of stuff. All right. We got another phone call. Caller, welcome aboard. Good morning. How are you? Terrific. How are you? Good. I wanted to tell you about my friend Brian. You know, besides being with United Seas Gas and then going to United Way and then going to uh, Smyrna years ago, he and I and Joe Swanson and Paul Kennedy and Bubba Allen all met down at the United Seas Gas Room and, and had a discussion about starting a boys club. 
and Brian was one of the leaders in that. And now it started out on Kings Highway, and now uh, the two clubs in Murfreesboro and Smyrna serve more children than any other county in the entire state of Tennessee. So I just wanted to call my, call my friend Brian and tell him thank you. Uh, his impact, I think, will live on a lot longer than uh, he or I, either one of us do. That is a, a, a great message there. I recognize that voice, Mr. Don Ash. I appreciate those kind <laughs> words. And I will tell you, if it wasn't for people like him, uh, those clubs would have not happened. Don, uh, a lot of us came together and, and really worked hard. Uh, and, and it's something we're all very proud of. And, and Don, are you still a senior judge? I am. I got uh, reappointed by the Supreme Court about a month ago for another four years. So. If my health stays good and I'm healthy right now, uh, you'll still see me traveling up and down the road trying cases. I need this COVID thing to go away, but uh, so that's kind of limiting. So now I've learned how to do Zoom hearings now, but, yep, four, I'm good for another four, I hope. <laughs> you, you, you know, I remember when you first uh, ran that time, and uh, you uh, ended up on my front porch for about two or three hours. I don't know if you remember that or not. I don't believe you would have been there if this virus was still going on. I tell you what, I, you might, I remember it. it was not when I ran for judge. It was when I ran for state representative, and I was out knocking on doors. I come up to your front porch and talking to him. He said, Don, he goes, I've run for office before. I go, yes, sir, I know. He goes, uh, people don't think you're working hard enough for this. I go, really? He goes, yep, word gets out. If you don't work hard, you're not going to win anything. So that motivated me to work hard. I didn't win that race, but I think because of that race, that helped me win the judge race. And, and for me, and I'm sure you feel the same way, Truman, being, serving the public in, in an elected position, uh, I'm not sure there's a greater honor or a greater responsibility. So uh, I'm, I'm blessed to have been able to do that for 18 years and do this senior judge thing for the last eight. But uh, the sheriff's department and, and people like Brian Hercules, it's what you said, make our community special. And I think that I, I don't think that goes away. And I think that's because of people like you and Brian and, and other other leaders that you know some are still here, some passed on their reward. But uh, I love Rutherford County. Well, I, I can tell you, uh, we ha- you have never slowed down, and I have been so proud of you during all the years you sat on the bench, and uh, you you uh, you seem to have. Uh, entire control of what was going on in in, in the uh, 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 as far as the courtroom was concerned and I uh, y- y- you were one of those people that I knew that everything was going to come out all right as far as, as, as I mostly sat there during the criminal times and you were really special and um, well, well, I think you uh you were you were a friend of law enforcement. Well, they were good. They they were good, and you know what? They're still good to me. I've, uh, you know, I've had some death threats and stuff like that. And every time that's happened, uh, the Murfreesboro City Police and the Rutherford County Sheriff's Department has really come to the rescue of me and my family. I mean, they've they've had times and they've had patrols around the house and stuff like that. And and you don't know the comfort that that brings to a man and his family to know that people like. You know, your deputies are out there, you know, looking out for us and stuff, stuff like that. So, like I said, pretty, pretty blessed, pretty blessed community, my friend. Well, y'all have a Merry Christmas, and I'll get off the phone. You too, Don.
I tell you, I'm humbled to call that man my friend, and we've been friends a long time. I really think the world of Don. Well, you're one of these people. We're going to have to take a quick break, but you're one of these people that you people they automatically like you. They take to you, and, and th- that's a, a a really great uh, blessing to have that type of. Uh, I am blessed. Uh, uh, yeah, you love people. That's a big deal. All right, we're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back with Brian and Jeff. From NHC's Adams Place, home of premier senior living on Memorial Boulevard, it's The Truman Show on News Radio WGNS, FM 100.5 and 101.9, AM 1450, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. At Heritage South Community Credit Union, we help when others won't. It's what our members tell us we do every day. Whether it's a loan for a car you need to get to work, or saving for the future. Let us see if we can help. If you live, work, worship, or attend school in Rutherford, Bedford, or Marshall Counties, you can be a member of Heritage South. Visit our website, HeritageSouth.org, to learn more. Insured by NCUA, Equal Housing Lender. Hey, fellas, I want to encourage you to take care of your health. It's easier than you think at Low T Center. They're reinventing the doctor's visit, making it quick and easy to get all your levels checked, not just your testosterone levels. They offer a comprehensive health assessment so you know all the numbers important to your health. If you've been tired, grumpy, have lack of motivation and drive, or if you've noticed weight gain or loss of muscle mass, those could all be signs of low testosterone levels, low thyroid, or even sleep apnea. Low T Center will help you determine the cause of your symptoms and will help you get back to feeling your best. It all starts with their quick and easy health assessment and is covered by most health insurance. Low T Center's concierge medicine, exclusively for men, and now they offer monitored self-inject at-home testosterone treatments, providing convenience and additional health monitoring measures for your safety, including a take-home blood pressure monitoring cuff. Self-injected home treatments are just $135 a month for self-pay or covered by most health insurance. Schedule your health assessment now at LowTCenter.com. Low T Center, reinventing men's health care. Don't miss out on big year-end promotions from Roscoe Brown. Through December, receive 0% financing and a free iWave indoor air purifier and filtration system that kills airborne viruses like the coronavirus and flu. Also, ensure your heating system and water heater are running safely with a $39 safety inspection for a limited time. Head to RoscoeBrown.com to claim your offer or call 1-888-MY-ROSCOE. Roscoe Brown, people you know, a name you trust. Roscoe Brown. Roscoe Now an update from the WGNSRadio.com News Center. I'm Ron Jordan. The Better Business Bureau warns that con artists will use the upcoming stimulus payment approved by Congress to perpetuate fraud. Murfreesboro BBB Representative James Pierce said that during the last stimulus check, it was only a few hours before scams showed up, referencing the money. If you think you've spotted a scam, whether or not you've lost any money, report it to the BBB. There's a link to follow on our website, wgnsradio.com. Pierce says your report can help others avoid falling victim to scams. Physicians, nurses, and medically related frontline heroes are beginning their COVID-19 vaccination since last week. And on Monday, the Rutherford County Health Department received its first shipment of the Moderna COVID-19 vaccine. Two individuals have their vaccines administered by the Tennessee Department of Health Commissioner Dr. Lisa Piercy. The first allocation of both the Moderna and Pfizer COVID-19 vaccines are providing doses to those frontline workers. Tennessee Supreme Court is extending the suspension of all jury trials through February 26th. 
State also suspending all state and local in-person court action from December 28th through the 29th of next month. That includes municipal, juvenile, general sessions, trial, and appellate courts. The moves are in compliance with Governor Bill Lee's executive order restricting gatherings to no more than 10 people inside public areas. Governor is also extending Tennessee's state of emergency. He announced yesterday the order being extended from December 29th through February 27th. Other executive orders issued extend electronic government meetings and remote notarization provisions. When news breaks, we tweet it. Just follow us at WGNSRadio.com. I'm Ron Jordan reporting. News updates around the clock, when it breaks, and on demand at WGNSRadio.com. We are News Radio WGNS. Bud's Tire Pros makes buying tires simpler, so you can get back to when being on the move was carefree. For a limited time, get up to a $120 reward card after submission when you bundle at least two new qualifying Michelin or BF Goodrich passenger or light truck tires, as well as select Michelin motorcycle, scooter, and bicycle tires. Or get a $120 reward card per purchase of four new Michelin Cross Climate 2 tires. Bud's Tire Pros, hassle-free, guaranteed. Find out more at BudsTireProsTN.com. See store for complete details. Offers valid from November 18, 2020 through December 9, 2020. Void where prohibited. Listen live to WGNS Radio on our website, Analexa, or Google devices. Search WGNS Radio for on-demand podcasts in iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, and Stitcher. Plus, we have direct links to podcasts at WGNSRadio.com. Good neighbor weather. Few spotty rain showers possible late this afternoon with increasing cloud cover high around 60 degrees and winds out of the south around 15 to 20 miles per hour, gusting as high as 30. I'm meteorologist Jennifer Wojcicki on News Radio WGNS. Currently, it's 46. Premier Six Theater is open. They're excited to see you again and will be showing some classic movies you'll be sure to enjoy. Check MurfreesboroMovies.com for showtimes for Premier Six Theater. They're now open. This is Ron Hall. When the unexpected happens, Farrah Construction can help you, whether there's a vehicle in your business or your home that's not supposed to be there. It's in the news, a car through the front door. We can board it up where the place is secure and deal with your insurance company to get it back to its previous condition. When the unexpected happens, call Farrah Construction Company. This is Ron Hall with Farrah Construction. Call 615-893-6120. From NHC's Adams Place, home of premier senior living on Memorial Boulevard. It's The Truman Show on News Radio WGNS, FM 100.5 and 101.9, AM 1450, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. Yeah. Yeah. And welcome back with Brian and Jeff. And uh, you were talking about. Uh, the SRO program. It, yes, sir. That, you it, know, go ahead. You know, it, it was 10 years, at least in, in, from what I recall, 10 mm-hmm. years before anybody else in Tennessee we really started looking at that. And Rutherford County was the example of, of integrating into the school so that the kids have someone to talk to and, and, and uh, learn that a police officer is, is a person. Yeah. And I think that follows and translates why we have uh, better issues here in Rutherford County and better relationships with the public because it starts from an early age of understanding that, hey, these are just my my fellow neighbors. Yeah. And I think that uh, you, you deserve a lot of credit for that, Sheriff, because I, I re- recall that in, in the 90s it, it was a 
something new that nobody else had done around here. And the, the, it was amazing that I'm not taking any credit for it. The guys that were actually in that program were, were the ones that should get the credit. And and they worked hard to develop a relationship not only here in the community but all across the country. And uh, it, it was a uh, kind of a, an open phone call to everybody that that um, we would need something from, say, a place like uh, Minnesota or Wisconsin or all those things. And it happened to be a situation where our agency would be uh, the number one agency in the country and they would come here for training and all the other things that were involved in, in making sure that we were doing all the things that uh, was necessary to keep our schools safe. And, right. and I, I was so proud of, of, of the School Resource Officer Program. And it stood tall for many, many years. Yes, sir. And I remember us, one of our Smyrna boys, Bubba Howe, okay. who uh, was against it. And uh, he came to me one day and he said, you know, I always thought there were nothing but kindergarten cops, but I would like to do that. So we sent him out to uh, Rockville, and those kids just absolutely yeah, loved, him. loved him. He said he was a rock star. They would come and, <laughs> and grab him and hug him, and, and uh, if they were having any particular problems, he would take care of it for them. And, and uh, that was special. Uh, I mean, we, we were, just like I said, we were blessed to have the, the best officers could be found anywhere because they were in it for the right reasons. and. That was special. Well, I think even today, uh, it may have changed, but Bill West yeah. uh, was uh, president of the uh, National Association of School Research. He was for, for a long time. And uh, they just absolutely loved him, and, and he threw his heart and soul into it. And uh, the kids were the, were the number one uh, goal as far as he was concerned. Yeah. So what's going on in Smyrna? Well, you know, we... Uh, just recently, uh, December the 11th, uh, had the uh, bids for Highway 266, better known as Jefferson Pike. Uh, well known in the county. Well known in the right. county. Mm -hmm. uh, we're hoping that bid will be qualified by the state with TDOT by end of the year uh, and maybe see some construction start early next year, January, February. Uh, the five lane from Interstate uh, 840 back into Nissan Boulevard. Much needed improvement uh, on the road. Uh, we had even this week another accident out there involving a, uh, uh, a dump truck. Uh, you know we've got and that's not unusual. It's not mm -hmm. unusual. We've had a couple recently, and you know you've got a two-lane, no-shoulder uh, road, curvy road. It's mm -hmm. just it's dangerous and needs to be needs to be fixed. Uh, I think we've got that uh, coming. Uh, we continue to work on Sam Ridley Parkway, six-laning Sam Ridley, and closing all the non-signalized uh, uh, intersections for safety. Uh, that's that's coming along. We're right on track to finish that project. Uh, looks like we'll be October of next year. Mm -hmm. uh, I get tickled. I had a phone call from somebody this week wanting to know why, you know, it's taken so long to build this road. Doesn't seem like anybody's working out there, but. You know, people don't realize there's so much work that has to be done just moving utilities and moving the storm drains before you even begin to build the road. Mm -hmm. And then getting all of that coordinated and uh, timing-wise uh, with weather and those kind of things, it just takes a little while. So, uh, But we're still on track. We're right on track on that project. And uh, Jeff pointed out a minute ago, along with that project, we're working on a secondary road 
uh, with Jeannie Lane, uh, we look like now we'll be able to accomplish getting Jeannie Lane opened from the YMCA road mm-hmm. uh, all the way down to Cheney Road. Uh, that'll give us a, a parallel road for secondary traffic for shopping going in and out of the shopping centers, take some of that traffic off the main road. Yeah, we'll uh, connect off of Old Nashville Street. It'll, yeah, it'll go connect, all the way. Connect all the way down. So yeah. uh, that, that'll be nice. It'll be similar to what uh, President's Place is on the other side. Uh, we've gotten uh, uh, Enon Springs West is now opened uh, from mm-hmm. Hilltop out to uh, the interstate, and uh, we see that road continuing. We continue to work with our, our partners uh, with the other jurisdictions of Rutherford County, Nolansville, Franklin, Brentwood, and Williamson County. Uh, we're working very hard to try to get that as a thoroughfare road mm-hmm. uh, that would be placed on the thoroughfare plan and, you know, be a 15, 20-year-out build. But we'd like to see that road, Enon Springs West, tied all the way over to McEwen uh, and give us a secondary route uh, for traffic in between uh, the things like Nissan's corporate office back over to Nissan and stuff like that. Um, we had a real nice project come in just a couple of weeks ago. Well, it, we just approved it a couple of weeks ago now. Uh, for some housing uh, out off of uh, Enon Springs West uh, on the other side of the interstate there. Mm-hmm. I think it's right at 200-acre farm that's going to be developed. And uh, really excited about that because they uh, worked with the city and uh, uh, put some property aside for um, commercial development on the front. Mm-hmm. And then there will be some single-family residential of 2,500 to 4,000-square-foot homes, and there will be some townhomes. But one of the things I'm most excited about is, and this is kind of a unique uh, for us, uh, you know, property prices have gotten so high, you know, affordable housing, uh, true affordable housing is getting harder and harder to find. Um, And we're seeing a lot of first-time home buyers see that townhome as their first time versus a single-family home. Uh, But they're going to do some condominiums. And they're going to do four-story, I believe it's four-story, maybe five-story with elevated uh, service so anybody can get in and out of them, but some one-bedroom, two-bedroom condominiums. And they, uh, price point-wise, I think it's going to be something that's going to make, you know, buying a home and building some equity uh, pretty reasonable. So we're excited to see that project get off the ground. That's about a 15-year build-out on the total project, but uh, that project was approved by the council and uh, excited to see that happening. Uh, they provided us with some expanding room right there at where it crosses I-24 mm-hmm. so that in case uh, that there is a, an interchange there at some point, that there's plenty of room to be able to, yep. to do that they without were very, disturbing yeah, very gracious neighborhood. to work with the, the town on our future plans for the interchange and for commercial development on the front. So that's, that's exciting. Uh, another project that, you know, people don't think about, but, you know, we think about infrastructure. Everybody wants to talk about the roads and those kind of things. Uh, we are right now in the process. We're one year into a three-year build-out on our wastewater treatment plant. Uh, it's about a $36 million project. Uh, we just uh, last night, in fact, at the council workshop, uh, approved a uh, SRF grant uh, mm-hmm. for about $17 million, uh, which we were very pleased to get from the state at a uh, interest rate of like 0.09, 009. Uh, interest Very rate. Good. It was really good, um, and that'll help us complete that build out. It's a $36 million total project mm-hmm. uh, over a three-year period. We'll be actually doubling the size of our wastewater treatment plant, so that allows for some of this growth uh, that we're we're seeing, not only on the residential but commercial, and we have some uh, industrial growth going on. So we'll be able to continue to grow uh, because that is part of the infrastructure is being able to get the utilities to them. Oh yeah. Well. So. 
Now, but, now tell me, uh, you still have the old Smyrna area there. Yes. And it seems like everything is growing away from it. Are you protecting historically that part of, of, of the town of Smyrna? Well, I'm glad you asked that because, yeah, there's a couple things going on, and that's that's another project I was about to mention. Mm-hmm. Uh, you you, you t- talk about our depot district. You know, in recent months we've opened Zama Park, which is a park that we uh, built uh, there where the old Crosland supply was. The yeah. town was able to secure that property. Or Tire World. Tire World. Well, Crosland and Tire World and uh, you know, uh, uh, but we were able to put a pocket park there now mm-hmm. and, and to uh, uh, secure that property for long term. Uh, we've added a canopy to the back of the depot so we can have more outside entertainment type venues, those type things. We're working with the businesses downtown. Uh, we just got approval from TDOT. We're going to be doing a road project uh, right there at the depot district from Pinnacle Bank down to the Shell Station. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're fixing to do a, a streetscape. Uh, we're going to redo the road a little bit. We're going to move all the utilities to one side of the road, clean that area up, redo the sidewalks. Uh, we've actually got a uh, landscape median that's going to be going in uh, uh, in the middle of the road to help kind of uh, slow down the traffic a little bit, some of those type of things. And then we were able to secure with our engineers doing a really good job for us, Tom Rose and uh, Charles King, uh, working with CSX Railroad. We're actually putting in a pedestrian crossing. Hmm. So you'll be able to tie the uh, both sides of the, the downtown area back together and, and get people moving between the two safely. Mm-hmm. Uh, right now, we get a lot of people, you know, will go to the railroad crossing, look both ways, and run <laughs> across the track. Uh, but we'll actually have sidewalks tying that in together and the pedestrian crossing arms and those kind of things at the railroad track. So, yeah, there's a lot of things going on. Uh, we, we also, uh, it's under construction now. Uh, we have a little over 300 apartments, high-end apartments, going on the old Lane uh, Cedar Mill property. Mm-hmm. Uh, that will help influence, you know, the growth in the downtown area because one of the things we've learned, uh, and you even look at downtown Nashville, you know, it didn't grow for many years, and then when the Gulch came in and started putting apartments and living, it's it's kind of that adage of you got to put heads and beds mm-hmm. down in that area, and you got to make it walkable. Uh, you got to make it where people can get out. So, you know, on Saturday morning they can get to the coffee shop or they can get to the to the brew pubs and those kind of things on Saturday night and walk that uh, area versus having to drive because parking becomes just a nightmare. So we're real proud that uh, some of those things are happening. So we're we're beginning to see growth not only in the uh, the, the structures of the things the towns can in, the town can influence in the road projects and that kind of stuff, but we're also seeing people come in and invest back into that district. So that's exciting. It's 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 really happening. I was going to say yeah, that, that the mayor and council and Brian have uh, not only saved the the historical uh, areas, but they're actually reviving those areas so that yeah. they can continue to be successful so that it's economically feasible for those those owners to continue doing what they're doing. Well, you know, the road that used to be between Murfreesboro and and Nashville, Smyrna was right in the middle. Right. And, and, and that was the... Uh, the commercial area back in that yes. time. Yes, it was. And uh, it, it was amazing to me how much, uh, and all, all of those uh, small businesses are still there, aren't they? Most of them, and yes. they have they yes. really haven't changed hands during all that time from family no. members to other family members. That's right, that's right. I've been successful right there. I, I used to go and do some shopping right there. In that, I'd buy my furniture and I'd buy my uh, appliances and, and all of those things. And 
had had really such a great friendship there, and because all of those people, they were uh, they were part of the family, you might say. <laughs> absolutely. And, and I absolutely uh, enjoyed going in there. Now the uh, uh, a big part of the history, of course, is is the Sam Davis home. Yes. And and it's one of those places that. If you're not from this area and you and you're looking at a place to go to get a part of the history of the southeast, uh, that's the place to go because it's, it's just unbelievable. Yeah, they've got to a see wonderful it. museum and the, the property itself is, yeah. is very beautiful. And uh, you know they've worked with the uh, Beatty's Farms folks uh, the last couple of years and had sunflowers over there mm-hmm. and some of you know the cotton fields and those kind of things. And it really yeah. uh, makes it a very vibrant feel when you go over there now. Uh, yeah, it's it's uh, it's a great and, place. And you know, you talk about the uh, the same ownership of some of those businesses. We've got a very strong HG Coal, uh, is a big part of that. But yeah. uh, the Smyrna Independent Merchants Association, and they're very active uh, within the community, and uh, you know, explain the reasons for why it's important to buy local and to shop local. Mm-hmm. Now, the airport is still a major part of airport Smart. is just continuing to grow. Uh, John Black and his people have just done a, a yeoman's job of keeping yeah. it relevant. You know, they, they got a, a great deal out there with Hillwood and added some new industry. Uh, Hunter Fans has moved in. Uh, Frankie has taken some of that space. There's a, a 3PL company that's uh, working with the Lowe's to, to store all the appliances that come into the southeast. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, the, just just a tremendous job. And I, I tell people, I mean, if you want to learn how to run a business, go go visit John Black because he's getting a nickel out of everything out there. I promise you he's doing a great job. They're busy, aren't they? They are. You know, and right now it's one of the busiest airports in the state uh, because with all the things going on with the pandemic, it slowed down some of the commercial flights and stuff. And, and it's just getting started. Yes. And, you know, we really are seeing a lot of private flights, a lot of cargo uh, flights coming in and out of Smyrna. Uh, and it is, it, 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 the last couple of months, been the busiest airport in the state. It's just amazing what they do. And, you know, that's one of those things that's just kind of an... Uh, you know, sometimes people forget about it, and it's a crown jewel in our hat it is. You know, for this community to be able to land from a 747 on down uh, on those runways out there and use that kind of traffic. I, I believe there will be a day, and I think it'll be in our lifetime that we'll see passenger traffic coming out of the uh, Smyrna Airport. Maybe your lifetime. Oh, we're gonna let you. You're gonna hang around forever, Truman. Well, we have some now, just not as much. Well, I'm talking about on commercial commercial, commercial yeah. flights. Well, tell me this, and I've always wondered, and uh, I've never asked a question. Does John fill out a 20-year study, or something like that, of the growth of the airport? You know, they they always do 20-year studies for oh, you, I'm you sure know he government does. stuff. Yeah, I'm sure. But I would like to know, uh, really, uh, right now, I'd like to know what he's looking at 20 years from now because i really believe that airport is just going to completely explode one of the days with all the businesses that they will have there yep. I, I think it'll be one of those situations you know and i'm not trying to prophes- be a prophet and look forward but you know it's interesting to look at this whole region and the msa and how mm-hmm. we're growing if you look at nashville as the hub 
And you look at communities like Atlanta, and you saw Buckhead and uh, Gwinnett. And all those. You know, now, today, even though those are still separate entities into themselves, when you're in Atlanta, you, those are all Atlanta. Yeah. I think Nashville is growing like that. And you're going to see a day where Franklin and Williamson County and Murfreesboro and Smyrna and Laverne and Rutherford County, we're going to be absorbed into that, that Davidson County picture. Oh, don't say that. Well, and, and let me say it from this way. From my breakfast, you're going to maybe ruin my breakfast well, by mentioning I'm that. talking about from the standpoint of the, the people coming in to visit our communities and stuff. And you're going to see, you know, like in Dallas where you have two airports now. I think that's what you're going to see here. You're going to see B&A continue to grow. But I think Smyrna has a great chance of becoming that secondary airport. And you're going to see commuter flights and those kind of things. And, and that's what I was trying to get at is from just from the, the picture of who we are, we're going to become to the tourist attractions and the, all that kind of stuff. It's going to be all of this is in this area. And you're going to see a multi, multitude of uses of the airport and things like that uh, that we just don't, you know, it's hard for us to fathom because we still, a lot of us still see that as the old air base. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's going to become more and more prominent in the growth of this this region i really believe that well i can tell you um we've got our own personality here in rutherford county and i don't like to have the same reputation in davidson county (laughs) and us having the same type reputation because i think rutherford county does a much better job in in developing the type of things that we need uh, and, and make each person proud to be a part of Rutherford County. Well, and I think that's true of these other communities. Just like today, if I want to go see a Braves game, the Atlanta Braves, they don't play in Atlanta anymore. They oh, no, in, they you, you don't even have to get to Atlanta. That's, a, that's to what I'm saying, yeah. things like that. So you'll see that, you know, we'll be able to tie to the to the name, but we'll, we'll still be our own entity. There's no doubt. You know, we just won state championship, yes. Oakland, Oakland football. My alma mater, by the way. Yeah, well, let me tell you this. <laughs> when you hear the, the, the news media talking about it, it's not from Rutherford County and Murfreesboro. It's, it's a Davidson County product. Yeah. <laughs> and, and see, that I think we lose our identity when, when we start mixing things. Uh, Sam Ridley did a great job getting um, the airport under uh, Smyrna and Rutherford County. He did a magnificent job. And that is going to, years from now, that that's going to be, it ought to, he almost should have a name in there because uh, when when you guys uh, drew the airport in underneath you, you 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 got a gem. You oh, really do. It's a gem for the county. Yeah, for the whole county. Yeah, and um, have I have I uh, chided him enough? <laughs> you probably you probably have. I Davidson think. County. I almost. I didn't say Davidson County. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, We're going to become a regional hub is what's going to happen. Oh, there we go again. Uh, tell me, how far do you, does your um, uh, city uh, boundaries go going out to uh, the, uh, uh, the lake over there? As if you look at our urban growth boundary that's set aside for Smyrna, we haven't mm-hmm. annexed all of that. Of course, the annex laws changed, so yeah, we'll have to wait big on that. Time. But uh, we actually go all the way to the racetrack in Wilson County. At Wilson County, about people don't realize 
part of that racetrack is actually in Rutherford County. It is, and and uh, somebody made a big mistake when they didn't accept that racetrack the way it should have been. They wanted it all in Rutherford County, yep. and somebody kind of messed up a little I'm bit. I'm not sure about that, but we, oh, do, I we, we go to the racetrack uh, in, in our urban growth boundary. Currently yeah. right now, Stewart Creek Boat Ramp is, is where it is on weekly. Mm-hmm. Uh, but like Brian said, our, you, uh, our urban growth boundary takes us all the way uh, to the line, county line. Mm-hmm. So are, 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 are you looking at maybe expanding some things about where, where the uh, boat dock is? Uh, I don't know about where the boat dock is. I will tell you I've had conversations in the, old, in the last yeah. couple of weeks uh, with some folks about development going towards racetrack. With with NASCAR coming back to the racetrack, it's really piqued some interest out there. Uh, you know, and, and Panettone, of course, was doing all those uh, big boxes out mm-hmm. there. So there's a lot of interest in that corridor. And with us getting utilities out on 266 now, Jefferson Pike to the interstate, that will really begin to open up some of that property out there. So I don't think it'll be too far in the near, you know, in this next uh, bit of the future that we'll probably see some interest in people. And that's what's going to have to happen is people, because of the way the annex laws are written now, we're going to have to have people interested in purchasing that property and then asking to be annexed. Mm-hmm. We're not going to be able to go out there and just annex the property. So, uh, But I think that's coming. I've had some calls and some questions about where are the utilities, how can you get the right. utilities to us. So there's a lot, a lot of potential to go that direction. And you have a, a, a lot of interest, even right now, for, for being inside the city of Smyrna for all the things that you actually offer to the oh, people. Yeah, I mean, and, and that goes back to some of that infrastructure we were talking about with the wastewater treatment plant. I mean, that's probably one of the key issues. You know, it's, it amazes me that years ago, 840 got built and the interchanges were put there. And nobody had the foresight to spend a little bit of money to get the utilities out to the interchanges. Mm-hmm. That's what makes the interchanges grow. If you ride 840 today and you go past some of these interchanges that have no growth, the reason it's not there is there's no utilities. It takes getting the utilities out there. So this road project is helping us you know, be able to get the utilities to 266 and 840. Uh, once that's there, you watch what happens. Well, I, I can tell you this. It's no secret if you ride out there right now, our friends at Hollingshead, uh, Mike Hollingshead was mm-hmm. at SRM. He's building a 70,000-square-foot corporate office out there right now knowing the utilities are coming. Yeah. That's, it, that sounds pretty solid, doesn't it? Yeah, it, that's what it takes. And, you know, that's the reason 840 has been so slow uh, to have that amount of growth on the interstate itself is that the utilities weren't there. Yeah. Uh, 840 was a little bit slow kind of getting started, Absolutely. as we know. But now um, it, it, it's, it's, it's the golden ticket right now. Well, I know I moved back to Rutherford County uh, after being out of the county for a while with my business with Atmos Energy. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've been back 15 years. And my office was off of Mac Hatcher in Franklin. Mm-hmm. We bought a home in, in Rutherford County because I wanted to be home. I could get on 840, and if I had, you know, these cars now, the automated cars where they'd keep you in the lines, I could put cruise control on, and I wouldn't have had to worry about it. I could have slept between here and Franklin. You can't do that anymore. If you look at between Franklin and Murfreesboro now on 840, it's almost as busy as I-24, but 15 years ago, you could have taken a nap in the middle of the road, and nobody would have run over you. 
It's amazing how 840 links almost everything right now because I had to uh, go to Columbia the other day. I was mm -hmm. looking at pricing a car, which yep. I bought from Stan McNabb. Uh, I have to give my cousin, you, you, you know. Yeah, I understand. But, but, but they did such a great job. They have big sale. But anyway, I uh, was over at my son's house who, who uh, lives over... Uh, I guess the easiest way to say if you go out Salem Highway and then you hit Armstrong Valley Road, he's right there in that area. And you think, oh, man, it'll take you forever to get to Columbia. We flew down Veterans Parkway, and we were there way with, well within an hour. Yeah. You don't even think about that. Well, you think about going to Dixon now. I mean, you can go to Dixon without going through Nashville. I mean, it's it's not that far anymore. No, so we're as long as there's not a ton of traffic out yeah, there. Right. Because the only negative thing about living in Rutherford County, nobody knows what the rules of the road is. <laughs> I mean, if you want if you want to slow down to uh, parade type traffic, then that's what you're going to have. Yep. And uh, and I hope uh, you know what was the uh, a lieutenant's name in Smyrna that was made sure that most everybody was well within the speed limit during Bailey. Lieutenant Bailey. Bailey. Yes. You know, he gave me my first ticket. You know how many times I've heard that? <laughs> I never will forget that. I think that. everybody on council has said that. He gave me my first ticket. Yeah. I mean, well, he kept, he really did keep things safe. But uh, what he had a little marker on all the national maps. And Smyrna had right. the biggest name of everybody. We were famous. Yeah, yes. we were famous. Yes. He retired, what, two years ago? Yes. Because it's it, I was here when he retired. So, you got to uh, be kidding. He's man. retired, and uh, uh, he's he's had some health issues with with some stuff, but he's I understand he's doing a little better. Yeah, I mean, it was, it was on social media. He he uh, he had COVID. Yeah. And uh, was in a, a rough way for a good while, but we're uh, very excited that he's back home now and he's he's doing a lot better. Wish him the wish him the very best. But he was yeah he he was known everywhere. If if you lived in Smyrna, you had probably received a citation from James Bailey at some point. Now wait a minute. No, I, I, if I remember correctly, if you had a car and if and it had a, a something to, to to note that you were from Smyrna, that was a rare thing. I see. I had messed up. I had a Davidson County tag at the time, <laughs> oh. so I didn't have a chance. I that, mean, I I was done for. That was really offensive. Yes, it it was very offensive during that time. Bless their hearts. Now, what else we got? Oh. Uh, how, how's everything going with the recreation part of Smyrna? Everything is going very well. We've got all of our parks open. Uh, things are going good. Uh, uh, Cedar Stone, uh, the newest park we've opened mm -hmm. out on the west side. Uh, man, it's just we I, I, we were had a parks board meeting a week ago, and man, the list of people wanting to come in and hold tournaments out there on that park. You know, we got all AstroTurf fields and LED lighting and all that kind of stuff. It's the newest and the brightest and the prettiest, and uh, it's getting a lot of use. But our parks have done well. Uh, yeah. I, I tell you, our parks people have done a really good job this year uh, being agile and, and resilient uh, with what we could and couldn't do in parks and keeping it safe for the people that could come into the parks. Uh, you know, uh, they've done a really good job. They stay really busy. Mike Moss is... 
uh, and his crew. I don't know how they keep up with all the people. We have many parks, which is, you know, one of the things that, that Smyrna takes pride in. Yeah. And uh, I don't know if you've seen those new fields or not. Uh, I, but, I, have not, I haven't been on them, but I have seen them. Well, they're, they're beautiful. Yeah, it's something yeah. to be proud of. You know, we have a little over 800 acres of parks. That's amazing. That, you know, for a town the size of yeah. us, that, that is amazing. But, you know, that's just the foresight of our leadership, uh, you know, well before my time here. Uh, you know the town managers, and I and I tell you the real the real heart of that is is the families uh, from Smyrna, the Victories and the Croslands, and the, some of those folks that really now you got you t tell everybody I have had a ton of people calling me and want to know how Esther is doing. I saw Esther yesterday. Uh, she's doing very well. Her and Coon came by the office, mm -hmm. and uh, they're both up and out and about. I don't think she's driving yet, um, and she's still having to use a little bit of oxygen. Uh, when she walks and stuff, but all in all, she is. Uh, it was good to see her out. She looks good. She really does. She's she's the vibrant uh, Esther uh, Victory that we all know and love. Uh, she she looked good yesterday. So they, they were like us. Everybody in our family had the virus. Oh, and it it, and it hit it, it hit, hit Esther pretty hard. Up from and her and, and the mayor both. Uh, the mayor actually she she didn't have any hospital stay, but. It took her about three weeks to really get back to where she could get out and, and get back to work and those kind of things. And uh, uh, she even says now she's still a little bit of a fog on some of it. It's uh, It hit her pretty hard. But now Coon, he had a little bit of chest uh, congestion and that mm -hmm. kind of stuff. Britt and uh, her son, uh, Parker, uh, both didn't know much more than a cold. But uh, the, uh, it hit the whole family at one time. And it, you know, and that's the interesting thing about this pandemic. It just... You know, my mom was diagnosed, and uh, I really was concerned with her health issues and stuff mm -hmm. that she would uh, do well with it. And uh, she was in the hospital a couple of days, but she came back, and mom's doing great. Um, you know, it's just everybody, everybody's different. Yeah. It hits everybody different. It's just been a strange thing. So. Yeah, one of our bunch, we're talking about something like 15 people that, that all got it. Uh, uh, I think um, maybe two uh, uh had a hard time with it yeah. but it but it didn't last long with that hard time yeah. i mean after that and the and the if, if if there is a good thing about the virus getting it is that once you've had it then right. then you can get back with the the folks and everything and, and kind of yeah. uh, uh not miss out on a whole lot that and, and too many people are or having to be uh, quarantined and things like that, and I, that's that's a sad thing for me. I, I don't like to see people yeah. uh, have to go through that. You know, Dad said it was worse than his heart attack. He he sure didn't like it, but uh, we've got him better now as well. But uh, it took about 18 days for him to to get through it. And that's hard. Well, he used to keep in shape really. Oh good. yes, he's better shape than I'm in. Yeah, we we would run from uh, the jail. Uh, over on 940 uh, New Salem Highway, mm -hmm. all the way to, to the university when when they were having uh, the uh, Olympics. Yes, over he loved there. Special Olympics. Yeah, and and that, that was a special time. And we would run through Murfreesboro and we'd have our little torch, torch while we were carrying right. it, just like the Olympics. That's, I right, mean, that's it, right. All right, guys. Well. I guess we're over with, we're done. And, and I hate to see it because I really enjoy it. Yeah, well, I enjoy it, 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 it. It's it's special for me. Well, Truman, we wish you and all your listeners a Merry Christmas and a safe and happy New Year, and hope 2021 will be a year to help us forget 2020. I am for that 100%. Yes. 
and uh, I, I've lost so many of my, my friends in 2020, and it's uh, it, it's not one of those that I look forward to going through again. No. I, yeah. I, I can tell you that. And maybe this virus will just be long gone and completely forgotten in, I hope so. uh, in a very short I time. Hope so. Yeah. All right, guys. We will see you. Uh, what is today? The Wednesday, the 22nd. 20, no, 23rd. Isn't it? 23rd. 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 So uh, I'm trying to think. I, 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 they're not going to even let me finish. They're not, you're done. <laughs> yeah. The hook's coming off. All right. All right, guys. We'll see you. From NHC's Adams Place. Home of premier senior living on Memorial Boulevard. It's The Truman Show on News Radio WGNS. FM 100.5 and 101.9, AM 1450, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com.